This episode is brought to you by City on Fire by number one international bestseller Don Winslow. Stephen King has called Don Winslow one of America's greatest storytellers and Christian White has said that City on Fire is a masterpiece, wonderfully crafted, beautifully written and a propulsive, authentic page turner. It's already receiving rave reviews all around the world with Publisher Weekly, Library Journal, Kirkus and Booklist all already giving it starred reviews saying epic, stunning and brilliant. It will be released in Australia on the 4th of May, so pre-order now. Hello everyone, my name is Adrian Beck and welcome to a takeover episode of the Mighty Words and Nerds podcast. And I'm pumped to be co-hosting this ep with my good mate and best-selling author of the Mapmaker Chronicles, Adaban Cypher series and the Maven and Reeve series and owner of Procrastic Pop. It's the unstoppable children's author, A.L. Tate. Woohoo! Woohoo, unstoppable. I don't think I've ever been described as unstoppable before. I think you're Generally, unstoppable I quite, force. Well, I quite like a lie down, you know. So, <laughs> uh, uh, yes, anyway, we're actually not here to talk to each other today, no. are we? We're not. We have teamed up to chat with the duo behind That Cat, oh, a yes. brand new picture book by superstar, yeah, she's superstar, author Jacqueline Harvey and illustrator, director, stop motion whiz, Kate Isabel Scott. Welcome to the podcast, Jacqueline and Kate. Hello. It's lovely to be here. <laughs> Hello. Hello, superstar Jacqueline and uh, stop motion whiz Kate. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever met anyone who's been described as a stop motion whiz before? That's pretty exciting. <laughs> no, but it's very true. I've seen her work. <laughs> it we is. should get them to identify themselves so that people listening to the podcast know who's who. Jacqueline Great Harvey, idea. could you speak now and tell us a little something about yourself? Uh, okay, um, I, I'm not sure what you would like to know. I am dressed in my golf clothes at the moment because I am going to go and play golf later on today. So there's something about me. I play golf. There's a fun fact. All <laughs> right. Excellent. And what about you, Kate Isabel Scott, stop motion whiz? Um, well, I'm actually dressed in my tracksuit pants. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm not going to play golf. But, you know, I am actually working on a set at the moment, which is exciting. Oh, are you really? Are you What's allowed set? to tell us Can what tell it's us? about? Yeah, yeah it's, it's not an animation. It's just a still, and it's a, it's like a portrait of someone, but it's in their studio, so it's quite fun. Oh, how exciting! See, that sounds like a far more exciting day than I've got ahead of me. <laughs> Listening to my neighbours mow the lawn and the dog barking next door, <laughs> and all of the other exciting things that happen in my life. <laughs> I live in a competitive lawn mowing part of the world. <laughs> drives me drives me crazy when I'm trying to, you know. Record well, <laughs> let's hope we hear some of these um, competitive lawnmowers as we go. We'll keep an, an eagle ear out for it. Um, now, we've got some fun facts about these two because they're amazing and uh, we want to we want to reveal a little bit about each of them. Uh, fun facts about Jacqueline Harvey. Apart from being the author of Alice Miranda, Clementine Rose, Kenzie and Max, she also, as she said, loves golf, mountain bike racing. Oh, yes. Oh, no, not racing. <laughs> just mountain biking. And yeah, fast cars. Biking. She loves fast cars. Is this all true, Jacqueline? Oh, yes. Well, I do love golf. Um, I am about to embark on a pretty intense um, ride, bike ride. From but it's not a race. The, not a race, no. It's, a, it's, a, it's kind of more of a mosey. It's over about eight days and it's from uh, the Alps to the ocean in New Zealand. So oh. it's, it's 300 and something kilometres, which will be at the longest ride that I've ever done. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, so I'm expecting to have a very sore bottom after the first 50 days. <laughs> just talk um, about this for a moment because you just mentioned Alps, which generally tends to suggest uphill. Oh, yes. A lot yes. of uphill. Are <laughs> we're you going much. this? We're, we're, we're going from the Alps to the ocean. It's downhill. Smart. <laughs> so, and also uh, we're riding e-mountain bikes. So we're, um, we've got electric mountain bikes, which is pretty oh, nice. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, so you, you know, Adrian really talked that up. I'm not into mountain bike racing this at all. This is really <laughs> funny. So yeah, when, no, you get, when you get to an uphill bit, you just, like, engage the e-bit, do you? Yeah, and you then... just switch your gear. You, like, you put your gears down, do all that, but then you just put the power on it really. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so it's really good. And, yeah. yes, as for fast cars, I don't mind the odd fast car. I may have one in the garage. So. Oh, lovely. Ooh, that's exciting. It is. All right, well, I've got fun facts about Kate. Oh, yes. yourself, Kate, because who knows what this could be. <laughs> Until recently, Kate lived in The Hague in the Netherlands, bit, which I'm quite jealous because I've been to the Netherlands in recent memory before COVID and I loved it. Beautiful. Working as an animation director and illustrator for clients such as the New York Times, Adobe, and Greenpeace. Plus, she loves chicken palmers and lives next door to a pub. <laughs> Kate, can you confirm all this, please? It's true. I do love a chicken palmer. And I was literally two doors down from the pub. So it's like a dream comes, comes Sounds through. Sounds ideal. It does, I, can it? Attest to, I can attest to that love and so can Adrian because we had uh, we had a night at that pub with Kate quite recently. We did. Oh, see, now you're just going to make me sad and jealous that I wasn't <laughs> oh, there. Sorry. How come you went out without me? Well, you weren't in Melbourne. We were in Yeah, Melbourne. true. All right. Mm. Made small, it difficult. Small thing. Small yeah. thing. We should have given you the heads up though. Hey, we Kate, should've... did you uh, purposely move in next to a pub or is it just happenstance? <laughs> it was just, I mean, it just happened, but it, I mean, it's definitely a perk. It was a good selling point for us. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Well, uh, why don't we start off with, with you guys telling us a little bit about how you came to create this fabulous new book, That Cat. So many different cats in That Cat. I love it. Uh, my daughter and I have been reading it for the last couple of days nonstop. I reckon she just about knows it off by heart. But um, can you tell us about how you two came to collaborate on this book? And I understand it's possibly not the usual way an author and illustrator meet up to create something together. No. So, um I have known Kate since she was three and uh, her older brother was in my class <laughs> when he was in kindergarten and uh, then Kate was in my class when she was in kindergarten. Um, I can still recall, you know, carting her around at school on my hip on occasion. So, hang on, um, hang on. In your class, as in you were the, you were the I teacher? I was her teacher. I was her teacher. She was my student. Um, and so I've known her for a very long time. And right from the time, I think this would be fair to say, Kate, you were always artistic, right from the time you were very little, um, had had a lot more difficulty. I mean, jump in, Kate, you had, had a lot more difficulty learning to read. Do you want to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, reading and writing was not my strong point, especially at school, just avoided it. So, yes. creative route. <laughs> so Kate and I actually spent a lot of time together, though, working on her reading and writing outside of school as well mm -hmm. as during school. And um, but, yeah, I always recognised that she was fantastic at art. And so the pictures that you see in that cat, are basically, and I, <clears throat> I don't think this is um, wrong to say this, is it's pretty much what Kate could draw like as a five year old. But it's just now the sophisticated <laughs> version that she can repeat over and over and over again. And so um, I've kept in touch with Kate um, pretty much her, well, her, her whole life. Um, and we, we sort of, you know, lost touch for a little while after she went to England to study uh, at university. 
But then, I mean, we caught up in London, uh, I don't know, probably about 10 years ago now, it is, or eight years ago. And, uh, and Kate is actually one of the three little girls who inspired the character of Alice Miranda to begin with. Oh, and so, sweet. yeah, so she's been part of my life forever. She's, I, I call these kids, you know, they're my kids. <laughs> they have to fight <laughs> their parents. Um, um, and so, yeah, I've always just thought, you know, Kate is, is so talented. And when I wrote the manuscript for that cat, which, Adrian, you will know is very short, it's the shortest thing I've ever done, <laughs> um, I there was only one person who I wanted to draw the pictures. And I just said, you know, I, I rang Kate's mum and got her, uh, her details and she was in the Netherlands at the time. We got in touch. I said, don't know if this will go anywhere, but do you want to have a go at illustrating it? And your reaction, Kate, was? 100%. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I love it how Jackie, Jacqueline, you rang Kate's mum, almost like yeah. you're still the teacher in you, yeah. ringing up the yeah. parent. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. I, I know Kate's mum and dad really well. So, you know, it was, um, I rang Kate's mum to get her contact, not not to ask permission to. Not for, for, not for the permission note then. No, yeah. no. It wasn't for a parent teacher interview or anything like that. But no, we, um, but it, it just kind of, you know, when Kate said yes, that she was keen to do it, then, I mean, that was, and then when she she did some roughs and sent them back to me and I just thought, I love this. It's so mm. fresh and it's really original, different. So, yeah, so it's kind of went from there. Kate, have you ever um, illustrated like a, a book or anything? Like, Have you ever done that before? Have you ever gone down that path? No, but I did. So once I finished school, I went off and I studied illustration for three years. So I have like a, a background in illustration and my course was very traditional, like children's book based. Right. So I, I like I understand we got taught it. So I, I do have a background in it, but I've never actually done it at an actual picture book until now. How exciting. And how yeah. does it feel to have your first picture book out there in the world? I mean, I'm just happy that my degree got used, you know, oh. four years doing it. And now I can be like, oh, finally, now that's why I spent all that time. But no, it feels great. I'm just, it's uh, just to work with Jackie as well. It's just been such an honor because, yeah. you know, like we've always talked about it ever since I think trans kindergarten. And the fact that it's actually happened is just it, like means so much to me. Yeah, so when I used you say to tell her when when she was little, I used yeah. to say to her, "One day I'm going to be an author, and you uh, can draw the pictures in my books." And I mean, I didn't know if it would ever come true. And you know, it was like this big promise I made to this kid when she was five or six years old. Um, and then you know, to actually be able to to be able to um, give her the opportunity to draw the pictures and and just knowing you know she was going to do a brilliant job. Um, it is, it is, as you say, Adrian. A very, it's not necessarily the traditional way that it no. would happen. Um, and it was interesting because Kate and I'd been out in the world a bit, um, you know, talking to booksellers, and a few booksellers have said, "Oh, it doesn't happen like that very often." <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> so she's she's patently aware that it's, yeah. you know, it's been a different pathway, but so much fun. And uh, and I think, you know, even when we were out. Um, we toured a bit in uh, in Sydney and we launched the book at the school where I taught Kate. Um, we launched the book at that school uh, a few weeks ago and that was just the most surreal experience to go back to our old school and see <laughs> our old classrooms. And, uh, um, yeah, that was, it was amazing. And it was kind of like, it was funny because, well, you tell the story, Kate, you said it was like we picked up from where? It was, I mean, it was just so crazy. It was like we'd never left, was it? <laughs> And when, well, I used to take Kate and the kids to visit an old people's oh, yeah. home. Um, so they used to do community service at an old people's home. We're driving through Barrel the other day and Kate goes, 
don't you remember when we used to go, we used to stop at the cake shop right there, Sandry's, and you used to go and buy us custard tarts yeah. and we would go to visit the old people. And she said, I feel like I'm just back doing that with you, except you're buying me different tarts. Different so. <laughs> tarts? It's, it's always like nothing good. Nothing changed. Nothing had changed. <laughs> so given how different it was, Jackie, when you, um, when you approached your publisher and said, oh, look, I've written this thing, Oh, and here are some illustrations done by a former student of mine. What was the response? Like, did they? Because generally speaking, publishers don't want you to bring an illustrator. No, do they? no. they want to put you with someone who's, you know. Um, do you think it was the fact that you are Jacqueline Harvey doing that, as opposed to you know random person on the street doing that? At maybe Al Tate and Adrian Beck. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, I, I, know, I know that. Um, I know that. I probably have. You know, I, I've, I've got a few runs on the board with the publisher. So, um, you know, in, in terms of book sales and that sort of thing. So I think, yes, I, I imagine that probably helped. Um, but I also think that they really loved the uniqueness of the relationship, that it yeah. was, you yeah. know, that the fact that I had been Kate's teacher. She has, you know, I mean, Kate has a million runs on the board herself. You know, she's yeah. she's a New York Times illustrator. <laughs> you know, she's mm. illustrated a page in the New York Times on Super Bowl Day. So, you know, Kate's no slouch. And I think that that probably helped as well. That all contributed to the fact that they were instantly interested. Mm. But it also had to still fly. You know, it had to be it had to be a viable book. And um, yeah, so the feedback was the feedback was really lovely. So the fact that it's the shortest thing that you've ever written, yeah. um, and you know, like picture books are notoriously difficult to get right. Did you know, like, right from the start that it was going to be something that was going to work as a picture book? I think I did. You know, I've been. I walk around saying, "I oh, look at that cat all the time," in reference to our own cat, and I'm always saying, "Oh, what's that cat up to now?" And I just kept saying it all the time. And I'm thinking, "That cat. That cat's kind of funny, isn't it? That cat." Mm. Um, and what if I did a story where it was about that cat, but it was all just rhyming? And and I guess too, what came into play was there's a really big push for phonics again in schools at the moment. Um, you know, and I was when I was Kate's teacher when she was in kindy, I always taught the kids phonics. And I would have loved to have had a book like that, Cat, where you are doing the blends and the sounds and all that sort of thing. So there's a real, um, apart from it being fun just for parents to read with their kids or grandparents to read with their kids, and it's very short. So at bedtime, you know, even if the kid wants it five times, it's going to be a quick read. It's not going to be, you know, really <laughs> And long. we thank you for that as parents. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that sense too that it does have legs in a classroom context as well mm. in terms of um, teaching blends and sounds. Mm. And and so, yeah, I kind of, the minute that I did it, I thought, oh, it's a bit of fun. And it's, and as you said, Alison, it's hard to write um short books it's really mm. hard you've got to make every word count and so yeah I um I, I loved it from the you know from the get-go so I just hoped other people would too yeah absolutely hey um Kate can I just take you back did you hear about this opportunity to work with Jacqueline from mum or from, from Jacqueline herself <laughs> you're really quite fixated on this aren't you? <laughs> so my mum my mum rang she's like check your emails now and I'm like oh what is going on she's so excited she's like Jackie Harvey is going to she's trying to get in contact with you and I'm like okay chill chill out mum. she's like you've got to respond ASAP I was like yeah yeah, yeah. just let her write the email first <laughs> Fantastic. I've got to. I've got to say, Adrian. I think one of the the, the most fun things for me um, has been seeing Kate's mum and dad's reaction to the book. Yeah. And, right. Um, so they came to the launch at the school the other week, 
Um, and I heard Dad's face, honestly. Tim Timo's he's, he's not an easy man to please at times, as he can't. <laughs> he's, um, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's a really fantastic bloke, but he's I, I just love that he's so proud. They are so, so proud cool. of Kate, and it's mm. just gorgeous to see. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's. I think that is also such a good, especially because I went down the creative route, which isn't like, I mean, there's. It's like a hard slog, earning money as a creative, and so I. And both my brothers are quite successful, so I think my dad was always like, "Oh, and then this Kate." But now, <laughs> but now I'm like, he's like, he's bought so. I mean, I feel like he's bought half the amount of that cat books that are that have been available. It's just, great. We all need a super fan, right? No, go yeah. to him. We need him to buy as many as he possibly can. That's amazing. And, you know, Kate and I are in a magazine in um, oh. uh, next, well, well, it's just come out, hasn't it? Yeah. We're, we're in like a glossy magazine in the Highlands and uh, I haven't seen it in real life. And I've been to you. He's sent it to already. I think, uh, I think Tim Press. is very, very impressed. He's <laughs> bought all the magazine. copies of that as well. Yeah, he brings it out. <laughs> anyone comes to the house he's like just look at this like, oh, <laughs> it's on the coffee table already open to that yeah. specific yeah. page i love and it i, I love, love that it's, it's, it's actually for me it's been one of the loveliest things about doing this is just seeing kate's mum and dad's reaction to yeah. uh, to how well she's done it's fantastic now those that might not have uh, had a chance to check out the book yet might assume that uh, it might have some sort of stop motion sort of feel about it uh, like plasticine and all that sort of stuff because Kate is obviously a stop motion whiz, as we've uh, covered so extensively. Yes. Um, but it's actually, it's actually kind of got a little bit more of an old school illustration sort of feel about it. Sort of, um, what, what kind, what's your, the technique that you use to create uh, these wonderful uh, illustrations in in that cat, Kate? Um, so usually, I just start off brainstorming ideas on pen and pa pencil and paper, and then from that, I sort of sketch out what I'd like like the pages to look like and so it's all hand drawn but then I'll scan it onto the computer and um make it digital so I'll like use the brushes and stuff on the computer mm. but I think for me I really I really miss that sort of old school look because there's yeah. so much fresh new sort of digital artworks out there at the moment that I I kind of miss I like reminisce about the <laughs> the beauty of the old school work like do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Oh, I mean, by it's, hand. yeah, it does. It looks beautiful. hand drawn and classic and so quirky. There's so much <laughs> sense of humor in yeah. like, did you have a lot of fun hiding all the, uh, all the, you know, little jokes and little characters all through yeah. the, it's the like spreads? When you, then I'm like, oh, I'm a bit stuck. And then if you talk to someone about it and their suggestions and it's just like, oh yeah, that's such a good idea. <laughs> I like how there's you... a lot, because there's so few words, there's a lot in yes. the, in the, in the illustrations, isn't yes. there? You're drawing a lot of, you know, what's going on because the, there's so few words. And so you're extrapolating, you know, an entire world onto the page behind those, you know, couple of words. And that's, um, must've been a lot of fun, like creating that world. Definitely. As I think it's, I mean, it's such a good book to start off with because there was, because there's so little words, the freedom of like being able to draw, you could just keep drawing and drawing and drawing to make it work for you. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Whereas I think if there was more words, it would be more difficult because you're trying to fit everything in visually as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
But there's so much personality. You've, you've put so much personality into these illustrations, particularly Fat Cat. Fat Cat's my favourite, I have to That's say. That's my favourite um, I wondered if Fat Cat was going to get into it, uh, and, he, and, and he does, and you've done an amazing job. Uh, stacks uh, of tuna cans around him, and he's just a... Uh, he looks like he, yeah, he's the CEO to end all CEOs, old fat cat. But uh, I love that bit. Um, so congratulations, guys! It's and it's an awesome opportunity that we have to talk to you, uh, to you both, because Al, we've sort of got a an author, a superstar author, you know, in the middle of her huge uh, blockbuster career, and we've got Kate, who's come from an animation background, but is also just starting out in an illustration career too. We do. And like, I think it's a really interesting point because, you know, you know, where we are with children's publishing, we're at a you know particular time in the world. And I'm just wondering, Kate, like, what does it feel like? Has, has there been anything challenging for you about starting out in children's, you know, in children's books at this point? Or um, has, you know, having Jackie there to kind of explain all the things that are going on um, helped a great deal? Oh, I mean, I, working with Jackie has been priceless because I've learned so much. And I think just even like the abbreviations for things, I'm like, what is what is that? What are we talking about? That's <laughs> PRH. That's our publisher, Penguin Random House. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? OMG. <laughs> yeah. But see, it's like, um, Kate, I, I loved your story about um, ringing about ELR and PLR. That was oh a really great story. Yeah, I was like, what is this? And then I was like, I'm so conscious of like, because obviously I'm asking Jackie all these questions, but she's obviously quite busy. So I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to take it upon myself just to call up about PLR and ALR. So I ring this number and I'm like, literally don't have a clue what I'm doing. And I obviously can sense it in my voice. And I'm like telling them. And then the lady's like, okay, yep. So explaining it to me. And I was like, cool. And I told her the name of the book and she, I think she heard it wrong. She Googled it and she was just like, okay, right, here we go. Self-publisher first time, whatever. (laughs) And then I was like, cool, cool, cool. Like going along with it. And then I was like, oh, and I'm, if the author is Jackie Harvey, and she was like what she was like Jackie Harvey I was like I know she was like congratulations (laughs) that's great (laughs) and did you ever find out what PLR and ELR stands for still don't really understand but I know I'm registered for it (laughs) that's all you need to know that's That's all you need (laughs) yeah as long as you're registered that's the main thing uh, that's great. And so um, what surprised you about the industry that, um, uh, you know, you, you've got straight into it? What was the biggest surprise that uh, uh, that you found looking out? You were looking out at it from uh, Jackie's perspective and then you slam, bam, into the middle of it, uh, <laughs> illustrating with a superstar. What surprised yeah, exactly. you? But I think, like, obviously it's a lot of work making the images and making the book and stuff. But then I think the aftermath of once it's printed, the amount of work that goes into, um, like, showing people and talking about it and publicizing it is like I really underestimated how important that bit is as well as how much work it would take yeah 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 and you are following you know the master of this because I know I've been watching uh, you guys on social media and there's been a lot of you've gone to lots and lots of bookshops (laughs) you've done a lot of you know face-to-face meetings and I think that that's something um, that's something that I learned from Jackie as well, you know, yeah. over the years is just how much work goes into the relationships that are yeah. foundational. And people, I don't think, understand necessarily how important that is. Yeah. And that is so, you know, you've watched her in action. What's the number one thing you've learned 
I just, the people skills, I think that's what I learned most about everything. Because as an illustrator, I'm obviously quite introverted. Yeah. But then I must, and I would have thought Jackie would be too, because she's a writer. <laughs> she just like goes, she can chat about anything. I know. <laughs> do, you, do you know what fascinates me about her? The thing that gets me, and I will say this, you know, I, I am in awe of this. She remembers everybody's names, how many kids they've got, where they went on their holidays last time. <laughs> It's that I look honestly. You do not even understand the the um, importance and the absolute you know wizardry of that until mm. you really see it in action. And it is oh. something that I am deeply impressed by. And I think that not um, not enough you know people coming into the industry probably understand how important that is. It's not the kind of C, uh, kind of skill that you put on your CV necessarily, but it's. Oh man, it's yeah. impressive. Look it's at me. I'm, very I'm in awe. Oh, yeah, no, I write a lot of stuff down, hun. I don't remember it oh, all. But you I still do, remember I it. I, I make notes on our, you know, when we're on tour and I'm, I, you know, we're going into a shop, I'm like, write down all the names of the people that I need to see. But you know where to find them again. I'd probably yeah. write them down and then I'd go there again in five years' time and I'd be like, gosh, what happened to the post it note that that's I right. put that on? Oh, milk and bread. Yeah. I'm not sure yeah. that's right. That's not their names. No. Is there a spreadsheet? I mean, you know, what do you? What's the secret here? Yeah, I, I think that, I mean, that's something, you know, you guys talk about me being good at that, but I learned it from other people too. And so, you know, I learned the value early on of going and meeting people in person and, you know, chatting to booksellers and being able to, I guess, you know, share your excitement about a book. You know, okay. it's it's so nice when you go to a shop and they're excited about it. You know, I, I can I actually remember particularly one of our visits, Kate, to the Avenue Bookshop in Albert Park, and just how excited they were. You know, mm. a to see a real live author in person because it's been just two years of not seeing very many people at all. And then B, just to well to meet Kate and know about a bit about the relationship between the two of us. That was really, I think, just that personal aspect of it was really lovely to be able to share, and just to see, you know, people get excited about that. Mm. Did, did you have that experience? So, like, can you cast your mind back because it's you know you've been doing this for quite a while now. But have you? I mean, everybody's had that experience of being an author and walking into a bookshop and saying, you know, I'm here, you know, I'm happy to sign some books, and they look at you and go. Sorry, who? Who are you? Oh, <laughs> I can give you. Did you I, have that? Because oh, honestly, it is deflating. I feel better. I'll, I'll tell you my worst, my worst ever day of that happening was when I went into a shop in uh, on the. Let's just say it was in Sydney. I'm not going to be specific. Mm -hmm. um, I, I parked out the front. Didn't realize that there was actually metered parking. Uh, walked into the shop, said to the girl, hi, I'm Jacqueline Harvey. I write Alice Miranda. And she goes, oh, and Clementine Rose. And she was super excited. And I said, I thought, oh, this is lovely. I said, would you like me to sign some books? And she said, no. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. And she said, well, I just don't know. I just, I mean, she was obviously quite young and didn't really know how things worked or whatever. And she's like, no, no, you can't sign any books. So <laughs> didn't sign any books. Uh, Might have left some bookmarks. Walked out, had a parking ticket. Oh, um, no. <laughs> went to the event that I was on my way to, which was in a public library. One person came. Um, you oh, know, no. It was pouring rain. It was just one of those days where pretty much I, I think I actually called my husband on the way home and I said, well, I am not in any danger of ever getting a big head about how good I might be in this industry <laughs> because the minute you start thinking you're anything special, someone's just going to kick you down. <laughs> so, um, But, no, like it, it, it happens. I mean, people still, I, I don't expect 
you know, I'm I'm living in New Zealand um, at the moment, and I don't expect people to know who I am. I I don't walk into shops and go, well, I'm Jacqueline Harvey. You know, if if they actually happen to have a book and they get excited, then that's just an honour. It's lovely. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. But um, Adrian, now it's time to share. What was your great experience? I've got a good one, so I'll save mine to last. Okay, but you said yours. yours. What was your? My, what's one of your favourites? My worst was probably when um. When I, I I was coming to I was going to a regional area, and um, and so I was no in contact. No, I can't give you names. And I was I was in contact with the uh, with the uh, on the Facebook, and they they posted a few things uh, about some of my recent books. And I thought, oh, this is good. I know I'm going to be swinging by this bookshop. So I started a message saying, hey, I'm going to be I'm going to be there, and you know, next week, uh, do you want me to swam, uh, swing by? And they're like, oh, this is so exciting. Absolutely, yeah, come on in. And I thought, oh wow, I'm a real I'm hit, I've hit the big time with this uh, with this place. <laughs> Fantastic! I'll come in, um, and so I, I I veered off track. It was a lot lot further away from where I thought it was. It was like a forty minute drive, and I drove there and I said, "Hey, Adrian, back in the house. Hello." Well, not not quite that bad, Alison. But I sort of I sort of I sort of announced myself, and and uh, <laughs> I remember the couple that ran the shop. They looked back at me like blankly, like what. <laughs> I said, hey, we've been on social media talking and we've arranged that I was going to come in and say hello and like, not, not, not sure, not sure we remember that. And I said, oh, really here are the messages. Oh, our daughter does all the social media. She's based in the, <laughs> she's based in another state. Oh, oh, okay. And I said, so no, no discussion that I might swing by. No, we hadn't heard anything. And I said, <laughs> and then they go, and we're not sure we have any of your books. <laughs> they said, like, oh, your no. books. And I'm like, <coughs> Actually, there's six of them over there. So, um, <laughs> if you don't mind, I'll get a quick photo and I'll get out of your hair. But uh, that was fairly deflating, Al. I have to say. Well, I got. I went to a Sydney bookshop and uh, they had, uh, you know, some of my books on the shelf. And I went up to the counter because, you know, I have heard of authors who just whip out their pen and sign them and put them back, but that is not what <laughs> one does. So I went up to the counter and I said to the guy behind the counter, you know, I'm A.L. Tate, you know, you've got some of my books over there and, you know, would you like me to sign them? And he looked at me and he said, I don't think that would add any value to them. Um, I don't think we're going to sell any more books because they're signed. And I went, okay. And there was a really nice woman standing at the counter and she leaned over and she tapped me on the shoulder and she said, I would have bought a signed book. And I said, thank you. Oh, <laughs> that, that is, you definitely win, Al. That's the, that's the ho- most horrible thing. It was that pretty awful. Horrible. And I can honestly say that I've never been back to that bookshop and I will never, ever set foot in it again, yeah. even if they beg me, which they haven't. But oh, <laughs> it's horrible, though. Probably and not likely to, let's no. face it. <laughs> and, I'm, I mean, I, I have had plenty of experiences where people have said, no, they don't want you to sign the books early oh, on. Which is fine. But years. you know what? I would also like to put out there that for the most part, bookshops are extraordinary and they're so supportive and you go in there and they're so happy to see you and even if you can tell that they've got no idea who you are they're still happy to smile at you and say oh you know that's so great we you know we love your books why don't you take a photo with one Mm. don't actually put your name on it but just take a photo (laughs) and it's there no and Um, and i agree most booksellers 99.99 percent of booksellers are very happy to see authors absolutely. absolutely and so now we're all going to keep notes on who everyone is who their children are and where they went for their last holiday as per Jacqueline Harvey, right? That's right. Keep a spreadsheet, I reckon. Absolutely. We've got a unique uh, opportunity here, A.L. Tate, because as we said, uh, Jacqueline Harvey's had a long-standing career in children's publishing. And so we thought we might ask her for some of her secrets 
for creating and establishing such a long-term career, we, we didn't we? We failed to tell her that we were going to do this, didn't we? So we're going to put her on the spot. She, I hope she's it's ready. putting me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea. Oh! Um, uh, no, I, I will have an idea, but... Um, yeah, just have, you got, have, have you got questions for me bit. or have you, you know, you just want some, you just want some random off-the-cuff tips? <laughs> just well, ra- random off-the-cuff is good um, because we just want to see you tap dance, but... Um, Maybe what's the biggest lesson you've learned? Okay, that it takes that it takes a long time to become a you know overnight success. Um, Mm. That there is no, there is nothing that substitutes hard work. Um, You know, a a lot of people would would look at my career, I think, and say, oh wow, look, you know, she's had this amazing run with Alice Miranda and Clemmy and you know Kenzie and Max. But they didn't see the ten years before that that I was you know slogging away working. You know, I, I had a, a job, I was deputy head of a school and then a director of development of a school, and I only wrote in the in the margins on the on the weekends or in the school holidays. And so there's no substitute for working hard and and also for finding what it is that you really want to write. So, you know, you can be sort of steered in different directions and people will say, oh, you know, maybe you should try this or maybe you should try that. But then I think it's really about you finding your voice and what it is that you love. Um, you know, I know I, I've got a new series coming out in July and uh, it's probably the closest thing I've ever written to me as a child. Um, and, and I suppose in that sense, finding Willa's voice was, wasn't that hard, but making sure she's really funny and making sure that she's, you know, she's exactly as I need her to be, that's been, you know, that, that's been a, a couple of years in the making. It, it didn't happen in five minutes. Mm. Um, so I think, yeah, work hard. Um, I think there's also that thing about you've already brought up the networking and the, you know, putting in the hard yards to go and meet people and to to do the foot slog into bookshops and to talk to talk to people. Um, what else? Ooh. Okay, throw another great question at me. Well, I wondered, Kate. Kate, did you did uh, did Jacqueline give you any advice uh, yeah. at the start? Did she say now? I'm not going to tell, you know, the people like A.L. Tate or Adrian Beck this sort of stuff, but I'll tell you, Kate, so we're just this gonna, just, is the secret. We're going to just mute her for a minute so she can hear you talking to us right now. So what advice did she give you uh, about this industry and getting into it and, yeah, having a successful career here? I think, yeah, well, mainly it was like you like doing the hard slog of like walking around selling the book face to face was a big one that she but I mean over the over the illustration she was very free she was just like okay yeah you you do what you think is good do you know what I mean like she didn't have too much of an input which was really great like we t- talked about it but she did, it wasn't like I changed the illustrations for Jackie's choice do you know I mean? but I think yeah. yeah overall it was definitely the other side to bringing out a book which was the publicity Mm, that's yeah. interesting. And so I, I think something I did say, um, Adrian, and I would say this to everybody oh, who's embarking on, <laughs> on this journey, um, it's really important to manage your expectations yeah. and yes. to understand that, you know, there's not many people, there's not many JK Rowlings in the world. There's not many people who, you know, who soar to the stratosphere in five minutes. It, mm. it really is um, something yeah. that takes a long time and a lot of hard work and can, I, I think, um Something that that someone said to me recently is that I produce cons- uh, my my work is consistent, and I think that's really important too. That that I have a consistent um, product, if you like, you know, that that they sort of can rely on what I do, and so that's um, 
yeah, yeah. That, that's been important as well. Which is also impressive because you are, you know, like you said, you've, you've got another one coming out in July. I know you've got, you know, several projects in the works. You are consistently also producing and, and publishing, um, which is not easy to do. Like how do you manage how do you manage that? Like, how are you managing that too? Because you're doing at least two a year, aren't you? If not more, four uh, sometimes, six. This, this year will be uh, <laughs> 27. One, two. This year will be four. Yeah. Wow. Um, next year is seven, which oh. is kind of um, mental. Um, but, you know, it's it's about managing my time um, really, really carefully. <laughs> so I, yeah. I basically put everything in my Outlook calendar I have um, I have a really good manager. That's my husband, who um, <laughs> and he he actually talks to my publisher about my schedule, and um, and then they present it to me, and I cry, and then then they, then they revise it. Um, no, not quite, but but it is about for me. I'm I'm good if I'm thinking quite far ahead about things. You know, I like to know what I'm doing ahead of time because I I find that then I can. If I if even if I know that it's going to be a bit stressful, I love being able the, the meeting the challenge of you know making sure that that book is done. So this morning before I got on with you guys, um, I sent the um, structural edit back for the second Willer and Wolf book. Um, you know I just knew that that had to be done today, and mm. uh, you know I, I worked, but I worked all weekend to get that done. You know, and all week last week. So um, you know this. There's certain things that you can't do when you produce um, as much work as I do, and you've, you've kind of got to prioritise what's you know how you're going to you know how is life going to go on around you. Mm. Do you switch off, Jackie? So when you're in the um, when you're in your your um, Alp to what was it the Alp to Alp the to so, Ocean Alp to Alp Ocean to Challenge ocean. Uh, on the downhill be, runs, that's it. And then flick on the old e-bike when you're going any, any <laughs> yeah. anything that's slightly uphill. Um, do do you think about your next book? Do you think about plots? Do you think about characters, or do you switch off? Do you, are you able to switch off from your writing and sort of compartmentalize, or is that is it always with you? Oh, that's an interesting question. I think there are days, there are times and days when I can just switch off and not really think about it. But um, knowing that I've got to start a new book um, really soon, I, I probably will be thinking about it quite a bit. Mm. And so um, I'm, I'm really at my best when I talk about it with other people, when I say, oh, I've got this idea for a story. And so then I just bore a bunch to death. You know, I've been able to, you know, tell a taxi driver an entire plot of a story on the way to the airport. Um, I've, I've probably told Kate, you know, various things when we were out touring around together. I, I find that that actually is really um, invigorating for me. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm going away completely off grid for a few days. Um, this week, not not Alps to Oceaning. I'm going to uh, the bottom of the bottom of New Zealand to go on a boat on Dusky Sound, mm. and there's no um, there's no technology. There's we have a satellite phone and that's it, and we have to catch our own dinner and all that sort of stuff. So <laughs> I, I imagine I will be switching off a bit more. Yeah. Although I will have two little <laughs> girls on the boat who are actually the um, the owners of the chicken that is the subject of Kate's and my next picture book. Well, I was so, going to ask. This is my next question. You've just segued beautifully into yeah. my next question. Is there another book? And hang on, it is. you're not going to eat that chook, are you? When you're no, on the boat? no, no, no. The chicken is very. Um, she's safe. Gloria oh, good. is safe okay. um, um, somewhere else. Gloria is safe, but Gloria's Gloria's um, family are on this trip with us, so it will be interesting. Um, you know that the girls will want to know 
you know, stuff that's that's happening in my writing world. So, and and I will enjoy bouncing ideas off the girls for for various things. So, yes, there is a book. Kate, you want to talk about where you're at with Gloria? Yeah, and I know why you spell it yet. <laughs> I was going to sing the song, but Gloria, I'm very excited about it. <laughs> um, it's about a chicken, um, and she she's some she's. I would say that she's a little bit accident prone because she. I don't want to give it away. I'm not very good at telling telling the story without giving the whole thing away but I, yeah <laughs> I'm very excited about it and I've started drawing her and I just it's so nice drawing it like getting to know the character through drawing because I feel like we, we've formed friendship Gloria and I <laughs> I love that <laughs> and, and Kate's, Kate's mum has chickens and uh, we were hanging out with those chickens a few weeks ago and um you know chickens there are always some there are some great tales with the chickens there are some sad tales Kate's mum's telling us about her favorite chicken that she saw being raised into the air in the talons of a great big eagle not very long ago (laughs) um so you know Gloria Gloria looks like she might not have a great you know basically I I can actually recite the first few lines of the book it goes this is the story of a chicken who wasn't a chicken that is she was brave she was bold never did as she was told she ate from dogs bowls she dug giant holes. She ran her own race and got in your face until one night, poof, she disappeared without trace. And so <laughs> Ooh, it's a mysterious, it's a mystery. It's a mystery it chicken, chicken story. And uh, yeah, and then, you know, we go on with what happens to Gloria after that. So, yeah, so we're very excited that we've got, uh, we've got Gloria. I can't wait to see what Kate's come up with at the moment. Um, and then we've just, um, we've got another one. So Fantastic. Can, uh, Look at you two. It's like world domination no here. This we, is the beginning a, of a beautiful partnership. So when does Gloria start? When does Gloria come out? And then, yeah, and what are the other ones? Uh, so Gloria's coming out in March next year, so okay. 2023. And then... Um, That's pretty quick for a picture book. You better get your drawing skates on, okay? <laughs> I know. It's like I'm it's quite a bit stressful. scribbling yeah. through the night. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, and then we have a series um, about a sheep called Kevin, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, so I can't tell you too much more about him yet, but um, he is a very cool. He's a pretty. He's a real dude. So cool he, sheep. He's a very Ke- cool called sheep. Kevin. Ke- a sheep called Kevin. Kevin. Um, yeah, and and that was totally inspired by the fact that I sit here in my office and I look out over mm. the fields and there are sheep everywhere. And in this morning, the sheep were being moved. There was about 500 of them um, being moved along the road. But um, I watched them and they do these crazy things. Like they will literally just run in this crazy mob. It's, it's like one of them says, hey, I've got a good idea. Let's go for a jog. And then they all run to the corner of the paddock and then they get there and they all look at each other like, well, what why are we here? Why did <laughs> that wasn't a great always, idea. There was always this one little outlier and I would always, I started talking to the outlier and I started calling him Kevin. And so whether <laughs> Kevin was the same sheep every time or not, I'm not sure, but um, it's a totally I've, different sheep. <laughs> yeah, it could have been a different sheep, but it, the, the outlier is Kevin. So that's how Kevin came to be. Love so that, that's what we're working on. So you've moved to New Zealand and you're writing about sheep. I find <laughs> that very interesting. I know. <laughs> very strange. Hey? I still live in Sydney as well. I just, you know, I just hang out in New Zealand a lot. So. I know. Cats, chickens, sheep. Yeah. I think we've lost her. Oh, <laughs> our, and and our um our chicken owners have now got a pig called Mary. Oh, there who you I go. can't wait to meet. And they've There's also got four. a bunch of goats as well. Um, oh, crazy five. goats too. So um, yeah. I, basically, I can just go and hang out at at Fraser and Abby's house and go look at their animals, and then I just get loads of ideas for books. I love it. So, I love it. 
That's fantastic. That's the secret. Go, uh, go to a, you know a petting zoo or something along those, or move to New Zealand. And suddenly, <laughs> that's all we need to do is move to you'll New have Zealand. Heaps right and heaps there. of picture book ideas. So uh, you know, <laughs> it's almost a tax deduction if you move to New Zealand. I think <laughs> to write books. Yes. Hey, congratulations on that cat. It is awesome. And as I said, my daughter and I, we loved it. And uh, the illustrations are just fantastic, Kate. Congratulations. <laughs> and it's so funny, Jacqueline. And I don't know how you've done it, but you've, you've, yeah, you've basically used almost no words to convey so, to convey so much fun. So it's terrific. Ail Tate, we've had a great time uh, doing we a takeover have. episode, haven't we? I would like to see a stop motion of the chicken drawing yes. in action, though, yeah. please. If we could possibly get something going with that, that would be lovely because yeah. I do. I love those on social media. You know, when the illustrators give yeah. show you their technique in very quickly. Stop motion, yes. whatever. Um, yeah. So if you could organise that for us, that would be great. Uh, <laughs> I think we've learned a lot here today about the way Jacqueline Harvey's mind works, which is, you know, in some ways a little bit scary, but that's okay. That's really good. It's lovely to meet you, Kate, and uh, always a pleasure, Adrian. Yes, thank you, Al. It's the same with you, and thanks to Danny for letting us take over another Words and Nerds podcast episode. And everyone, please get out there and check out that cat. Thanks, Jacqueline. Thanks, Kate. Thank you very much for having us. Bye. Bye. Nice chat. <laughs>